after Mike Carey retired in March, WVU Director of Athletics Shane Lyons began a national search to replace the women's basketball program's all-time leader in wins. He believes he found that coach in Don Plitzewhite, who was formally introduced Tuesday at the WVU Coliseum as a new era of WVU women's basketball dons in Morgantown. See what I did there? See what I did there? Nick Farrell here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. We're brought to you, as always, by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com. And joining me for this edition of the podcast is Angelica Trenone. Busy day today. Busy day. A lot going on. Um, but a very good day as we are in a new era of women's hoops. Seems a lot of excitement from, you know, some of the fans there as well. So all in all, a pretty good day for the program. Coliseum, a fun place to be this afternoon as Don Plitzewhite, the sixth women's basketball coach in West Virginia University history, was officially introduced by Tony Caridi and A.D. Shane Lyons. Plitzewhite, Angelica, brings a pretty stellar resume to Morgantown for her first Power 5 job. She comes to the Mountaineers from South Dakota, the former coach of the Coyotes. Here's a quick summary of what she accomplished there. Three-time Summit League Coach of the Year, conference's all-time leader in overall win percentage and league win percentage. She won, by the way, more than 80% of her games and close to 90% in conference at South Dakota. Three-time league regular season champ, three-time Summit League tournament champ. She swept the regular season and league tournament titles with South Dakota this season, reaching the NCAA tournament Sweet 16. That's the fourth NCAA tournament appearance of her tenure. By the way, if you haven't heard, Coyotes beat Baylor, a Big 12 foe that Plitzelwhite's going to face twice a year at least here at WVU. That was her final win. That was what took the Coyotes to the Sweet 16. She's also a former national champ at the Division II level and a former Division II National Coach of the Year. Saw a tweet from Dan Stratford, a former Division II National Champion, welcoming Plitzelwhite and saying, hey, good to have another Division II national champ here on campus in Morgantown. So, Angelica, give me your initial thoughts from what you heard from Coach Plitzelwhite today. We're going to get into it a little more. We'll play a little bit of sound from the podium today. What was your takeaway? Well, first, I want to go back to one of the first things both Shane Lyons and Plitzelwhite said when they were at the podium, uh, respectively, which was just thanking Mike Carey for 21 seasons, mm -hmm. laying the foundation of women's hoops. And we know Mike Carey and his um, lack of love for technology. So we know he's probably not listening in here right now, but Coach Carey, what he was able to do with this women's basketball program over his tenure here was really remarkable. So certainly big shoes for her to fill. And I think I speak for us both, Nick, where we're like, come on, we're going to need those inside stories. We always got good stories from Mike Carey, but Coach Putzelwhite seems like she is a good storyteller. She dropped a couple in there today as well. So first, of course, congratulations to Mike Carey on his retirement. Um, we certainly look forward to whatever it is he decides to do next. He told us he's got some great ideas, but we'll leave that for him to decide. And maybe those were said in an off-the-record uh, no, context. No, we'll leave that right? for yeah, him right? to decide. Yeah. He's He's got, um, you know, some things to do. So as for Coach Plitzelwhite, um, I think one thing that stuck out to me, Nick, is the word that she, like, she just kept saying fun, like fun creeped up in conversation and everything that she was saying to where I, I think she even made this joke of, hey, sometimes maybe the coaches will be out there dancing at practice. Like one, could, could you picture Mike Carey just like dancing at practice? Well, but, the video that he did where he was posing to some of his players is probably about oh, as far gosh. as he goes. Like that seemed like really a reach for Mike yeah. Carey, but it is 
maybe one of the greatest videos on the internet. If you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So she talks about, you know, having fun. But I think that, um, you know, her message, which she says her philosophy when it comes to coaching, enjoy the precious present. And that goes with her expectations, which somebody asked her, her non-negotiable. She says, I don't have those. I have expectations for this team. She lined them. She uh, listed them out for us. And really at the top was be your best academically, Mm -hmm. be your best on the court. But also something she kept coming back to was be your best in the community. Mm -hmm. So she seems to me this type of coach who understands what this West Virginia basketball community is about here. There are fans who you know, whether they're new to the program, but most often these women's basketball fans have been fans of this program for decades. And I think that today, on Tuesday, when she was speaking, I think it was really important in the way that she let the fans and also the current players still on this roster know that we respect everything Mike Carey has done, and we think we have a way to continue to build on that and help continue this women's basketball program climbing. So I think her message was really great in the fact that she kind of seems to be about all of the right things, building the relationship, having that trust with your players, being out there in the community, having fun, but also while doing all of that, knowing the priority is winning and her resume shows she's a winner. Fourth, I think the fourth expectation was be a good teammate. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one thing that aligns with what Mike Carey preached at WVU during his 21 seasons was toughness, right? The branding was physical for 40. To me, that was a takeaway from Coach Plitzel-White's press conference. The amount of times that she talked about toughness, breeding toughness, recruiting toughness, coaching toughness, something that she expects from her players. And interestingly enough, Angelica, she did make a direct appeal to the players that were in in attendance at her press conference. There were about half a dozen of them there. Uh, And interestingly enough, her press conference came about five, six hours after star Esmeri Martinez announced that she's entering the transfer portal. And, And let's face it, while there was the usual pomp and circumstance that comes along with an introductory press conference today at the Coliseum, Coach Plitzelwhite's going to get right to work. Uh, I was told at the press conference that they were going to have a workout with the players immediately after. She's getting to know everybody. She was brought to campus Monday, press conference Tuesday, immediately getting to work. And she's got a ridiculous task ahead in the transfer portal era of trying to rebuild a roster that has now lost potentially because when you're in the transfer portal you could always come back but as Mary Martinez likely out Corey and I black likely out and KK Deans who missed the end of the regular season with an injury the true star guard on that team also on the way out and really the two players with the most experience that are returning Madison Smith coming back for a COVID year of eligibility and JJ Quinterly who had an impressive freshman season so that appeal to the players Seemed, seemed important, seemed extremely relevant to the theme of the event. Well, I think not only the appeal to the players, but the way that she handled the direct question about the transfer portal, and more so, not even just, you know, the general, what are your thoughts on it? it how do you navigate this new era of college athletics, right? And it came back to what you were saying. She said, the three T's is how you deal with it. Toughness, trust, and togetherness. And she had said... Building unity is going to be something that's extremely important, building trust with these players that in this kind of new age of things, all you can do is focus on who you are as a program and how you can grow. And she hopes that 
building that trust with the player, showing them that she has she and her staff have their best interest in mind, want to develop them. That's one of the things, too, that very similar to when Neil Brown was introduced, a thing he had said was not only are we trying to develop players, but we're trying to develop people to be able to go out into the world to be successful after their time is up. That's sort of the that's the same message, really, that I got from her. Is she wants to help develop the whole athlete and hopefully through the trust, the togetherness, the unity can show these players West Virginia is the place for you, and this is the place where you can grow and develop. So I liked her thoughts on that, but I do also like that she let the players on this team know we may be a new staff with new philosophies, and obviously Mike Carey was here for a long time, but we're committed to you on and off the court. And I think that was really important for them to hear, and the way they were singing Country Roads at the end seems Mm -hmm. like they all received the message very well from her too. Something else that she pitched to maybe not just the players but the fans as well is her coaching philosophy as it comes to the system that she wants to play, a system that has really led to a lot of success for her at every level, including the Division II level in her most recent stop at South Dakota. And that's playing a, quote, positionless system where players can interchange their positions, where players play to their strengths. And that's something that she had pointed out a number of times, wants to coach players to their strengths and build the system around the players who are actively there. It's a system that players enjoy playing in. It's a system that she says is attractive to recruits. So we'll let you hear her comments on that positionless system. To you ladies, we commit to giving you everything that we have. Our goal is to do everything we can to assist you in your development on and off the court. On the court, we'll strive to grow you into the most versatile, complete version of who you can be as a basketball player. Our style, if you will, is to play positionless basketball. And that's something that we're going to continue to grow each one of your skill sets so that you have a whole lot of fun with that. Off the court, we have a goal for you that when you graduate from West Virginia University, our flagship institution here, that you will be as confident young women as you can become and you're ready to take on any challenges that life is ready to throw your way. Ladies, we have a rich tradition here. We have 13 NCAA tournament appearances, four conference championships, 30 All-Americans, and many, many former players that have played professionally either here in the WNBA or overseas. We have a strong foundation that has been laid for us by those who came before us. Well, first of all, we find that it is a style that a lot of young ladies enjoy playing because you know, JJ and Maddie are excited to post up, so that's kind of fun for them. I'm not sure how many times they're going to get to do that, but we'll open up the lane a little bit. They can flash and maybe get a quick score. You know, but I, I do think it's, it's something that's really fun for players to work on their whole game. And you know, from a, a recruiting standpoint, it is something that a lot of players want to be able to play in that type of a style and that type of a system. I think it's it's a, a strength of our staff to develop players and to continue to help them grow their games and stretch their games, whether that's stretch it on the perimeter or handle it better or push it up the court, different types of things along those lines. Now, the great part about it is that we have players that we've coached over the course of time that have, have kind of modified that system. So it's going to be fun to see how they do that. So we started it when I was coaching at, at Grand Valley State, and it was a four-out, one-in and we had one kid kind of locked onto one block. 
And then we took that style and we had success with that style. Then we took it to the next opportunity to be a head coach was at Northern Kentucky University. And we had a young lady who wouldn't stay locked on the block. (laughs) She kept floating all over the place. And at a time we thought, oh, this makes it a little harder to guard. But what are the rules with it? We have to modify it. We came to, you know, the University of South Dakota and we had a a 6'4 versatile post kid or became a very versatile post kid. The next year we were really small and we had to we had our tallest kid was probably 5'10", although we did list her as six foot on the roster. You know, sometimes you do that. So, no, I, but that was a year that we, it was really hard to guard us because of our overall versatility. And then the next year we had a, a, a really strong post presence. And so it became more of a four out one in. So the good part for us is we're able to modify it to uh, accommodate and fit our, our personnel to the best of our ability. That's new WVU women's basketball coach Don Plitzewhite speaking at her introductory press conference Tuesday at the WVU Coliseum. We've got the full thing posted at goldenbluenation.com. You can hear more comments from Coach Plitzewhite there, as well as comments from Director of Athletics Shane Lyons as he presented the sixth head coach in program history. When we come back here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast, we'll tell you about some pretty cool things that are happening with GBN. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Unexpected hurdle? Pritt and Spano. Unseen circumstance? Pritt and Spano. Personal injury, criminal law, flash wills, family law. You need a firm that will be with you through it all. Pritt and Spano. Their passionate team will employ their resources and unique perspectives to deliver the most effective representation. When you find yourself in need, turn to those who will fight for you. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Find them at yourwvlawfirm.com. Wrapping up here on this edition of the Golden Blue Nation podcast, and I guess we're going to brag on ourselves here a little bit. I guess that's what we're going to do here. Making her broadcasting debut at Golden Blue Nation is senior producer Jamie Green. Jamie, how are you? I'm great, guys. How are you? I'm good. I think I was Angelica's hoping you would right. hit us with a super fantastic. I'm super fantastic, Angelica. Yeah. Is that but see, I got Chad that Scott-ism? energy from you. Yeah. Chad Scottism, right. So the reason Jamie is joining us is because, well, A, we like her and we thought we'd throw her a bone. But B, <laughs> Jamie was the winner of the Best Multi-Platform Story Award from the Virginia Associated Press Broadcasters back at the end of March for her documentary on Nikki Izzo Brown entitled The House That Nikki Built. You may have seen some buzz about that on social media back at the end of March. Uh, That documentary chronicled two and a half decades of success for WVU women's soccer and told Nikki Nikki Izzo Brown's story of her coaching career. So Jamie, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations to Golden Blue Nation and you, Nick, (laughs) for your individual award as well. So, so, okay, so backtracking, uh, we also took home Best or most outstanding sports operation of the Virginias from the Virginias Associated Press Broadcasters. Mountaineer Game Day won an award from the West Virginia Broadcasters Association for best locally produced television show. And yours truly, the host of the Golden Blue Nation podcast, is best sports anchor in West Virginia for <clears throat> the third time in four years. But anyway, we're talking about Jamie here. So the story about Nikki Uzo Brown, uh, what was the inspiration for that story for you, Jamie? Um, so Nikki's just been here so long. She started the program, you know, she has built it from the ground up and she's created one of just the winningest programs in WVU history. And, um, fun fact, Nikki's actually my family's neighbor. So we have a kind of like a nice little relationship, but getting to talk to her. Not a conflict of interest. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but, uh, Nikki is just incredibly amazing and getting to talk to her and having her 
just talk about all these amazing memories and you know talking about how she didn't even have an office when she got here and um, got to talk to some amazing people like Ed Passalong, former WVU Athletics AD, and getting to hear his side of everything of when they were discussing building the women's program and what went into that and why Nikki was the right person for the job coming right out of college. And boy, she really, she really has been the right person for the job leading that program to the national championship game back in 2016 and dominating in the Big 12 Conference since the Mountaineers joined about a decade ago. So if you want to see Jamie's mini-doc on Coaches O'Brown, goldenbluenation.com is the place to find it. Again, you may have seen it floating around on Facebook or Twitter uh, over the last couple of weeks, but again, if you haven't seen it yet, you've got to if you're a Mountaineer fan in general, but especially if you follow the women's soccer team. Angelica, I'll turn it to you now. Uh, the Outstanding Sports Operation of the Virginias Award is one that's shared jointly with the WBOI Sports Department. So that's the 12th Sports Zone, which covers Division II and prep sports in North Central West Virginia, and us, Golden Blue Nation, covering WVU sports exclusively for our network of stations in West Virginia and Maryland and AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Now, I've been telling people when they ask me about that award that it's kind of like the Super Bowl for sports casting in yeah. our region. I mean, it's a huge deal. Huge deal, and I think it's one of those awards that shows just how much time, um, effort, energy, passion, all of us here at Golden Blue Nation truly put in to what we do on a daily basis. I mean, we're sitting here and, you know, we're talking about Jamie and her awards and things she does behind, behind the scenes. That's something that being in those types of roles, you know, you don't get to see these people on TV like they get to see you, me, Ryan, Abby, right? So I think something that can really give a nod to our people behind the scenes like Jamie, Sam Coniglio, who's our web producer. I mean, you, me, and Ryan, we all worked at the 12 Sports Zone as well, so it was kind of great to, to see that transition within that program and that department and how they've grown. But I think that that is truly a testament to just how great of a team that we've built here. You don't win that type of award by having, you know, uh, we people, you know, you win it with we people, not me people, as they say. Look, I'm like, wow. I've been around coaches. I'm coach speaking. <laughs> it's been a day, like, I'm coach speaking. So, I, I don't know. That's that's what it says to me, that there are a lot of people who deserve recognition, deserve praise for all of the work they put in. And, and we talk about Jamie. Jamie shot that herself. She does not interview people, and she asks yeah. those questions. Right. I mean, these are a lot of things that I think when people look at us, they're like, oh, well, that's cool. You you just get to sit there and watch sports all day, right? Um, yeah, kind of. But there's a lot more that goes into it. So I think for our entire organization to be recognized as the best, best Virginia, obviously, oh, best yeah, Virginia, right? I think in order Shout out to the I th final forecast. Yes, <laughs> I think that um, for our organization to be recognized then that just kind of shows that we are a group of people taking this in the right direction. And not only that, but that people are really enjoying the product that we're putting out there on every platform, right? We want to sit here and say, we do all this great work because, I mean, obviously we do. But, you know, we have a lot of people who do support us and who are encouraging us. I mean, we didn't have this podcast this time last year. We're doing more stuff on the web, you know? So it's just nice to see that as we are growing as as an organization and people are growing within their roles, that all of that 
has been recognized and that all of that, you know, truly is for a purpose. It's our national championship. We got it. That's right. We got the Natty. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I think to, to wrap up on this, we all know that Mountaineer fans are extremely passionate. We see it all the time in our Facebook comments, whether that's yep. good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, we bring that same type of passion to the work that we do every day. So it is it is quite an honor to be recognized for that. So proud of you guys. Proud of you guys. When one of us shines, we all shine. <laughs> thanks. Yes. I, thought, I definitely thought Jamie was going to say, thanks, Dad, after that. I don't know, <laughs> don't know why. We don't, we don't know what Dad. we're going to get with Jamie yeah. on the podcast. No, I don't I, know. Maybe we'll have you back sometime, yeah. Jamie. Should I come back, you think? I think, well, you've done a good enough job for us to at least be considering it. So I think that's Jamie, you're an another, award winner. It's another big win. Yep. <laughs> So yeah. if you'd like to follow along with more of our <clears throat> award-winning coverage of the Mountaineers, I promise I'm done, you can <laughs> follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or head to goldenbluenation.com for more coverage of WVU Spring Football, WVU Baseball, which is getting ready to take on Marshall Wednesday, then plays its first home Big 12 series of the season this weekend against Baylor. Download the free Golden Blue Nation app on your favorite smart device. We're on the Apple and Android app store. We're also, of course, the Golden Blue Nation podcast. We'd love for you to subscribe. Maybe leave a rating or a review. It is free. It's free to do all of it. We'd love for you to tell other folks to check us out on the podcast as well. We'll continue to bring you more baseball coverage, more spring football coverage here as we approach the spring game, which is coming up April 23rd. And don't forget, speaking of the spring game, the Gold Blue Spring Game, the Mountaineer Game Day Gold Blue Spring Game special is coming up at noon on April 23rd on our local Next Star stations in West Virginia and Maryland. So check your local listings for more details on that. This has been the Golden Blue Nation podcast brought to you by Print and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com. For the award-winning Jamie Green and Angelica Trinone, I'm Nick Farrell. We'll catch you next time.